Okay, well, let's have a look at Reach Chapter 4, the final in this series. If you've missed out, you can check it out online or even just go back and read the first three chapters of Ruth in this little book in the Old Testament and how it points us to Jesus as the ultimate redeemer. But now we're going to pray, so let's ask for God's help. Father, we thank you for your word. We thank you for this book of Ruth. Uh, we thank you for how it shows your care for your people no matter what their circumstances are, no matter what they have done. Lord, we thank you for your care and love for us. And we thank you ultimately for our Redeemer, the resurrected Lord Jesus. And we pray this now in his name. Amen. Now, to start this morning with a stat, 121.6 million people tuned in to watch the last episode of MASH right across the USA when it first aired. I don't know if there's many people actually have watched MASH before. Only a couple. There's, there's a few. Okay, there we go. Now, now we're flushing them out. There we go. And many more have watched it since then. Obviously, I didn't watch it at that time. Maybe some of you saw the first airing of that final episode. But it's a staggering number of people, how they are wanting to see how it all ends. That across the seasons, many people were gripped by this story. They had tuned in to see how it all wraps up. It took over 25 years for this record to be broken after that event. But the end of the story, it was important to people. Here we are at the end of our Ruth series, and we've reached a climax even better than the climax at the end of the story of MASH. Each week has been building up to this grand and final moment. That like this ending, like the ending of MASH, the ending is actually a beginning. That at the ending of MASH, the series, it was an ending of sorts, but also marked a beginning, so to speak, as the show shows the end of the Korean War, or the, the ceasefire at least, but how it highlights this new start for the people of Korea and also the soldiers that were over there. And in the book of Ruth, we see that this story comes to an end with the marriage of Ruth and Boaz, and the birth of their child, Obed. The new start at the end of the book of Ruth points us to the new start that we can all have in Jesus. And perhaps the book of Ruth on its first reading didn't have 121.6 million people listening, but across time it has sold over 5 billion copies. So let's check out this final episode of Ruth and how this ending brings a new start that points to the new start that we can all ultimately have in Jesus. Now, I'm not going to read all of it from the start, but have a look from verse 1 in your Bibles with me. We see that Boaz went up to the city gates, this place to do such business in front of the city elders, and like a business meeting, the Redeemer, as he is known here, sits down and discusses terms according to the law. And Boaz lets the Redeemer know the backstory of Elimelech and why the land is needed to be redeemed. And perhaps Boaz is thinking that, well, this guy won't want this. But the Redeemer ends up saying, I will redeem it. Then once Ruth is mentioned as part of the package deal, so to speak, the Redeemer bails out of the contract and lets Boaz have it. I cannot redeem it for myself, lest I impair my own inheritance. 
The Redeemer is too concerned about what it will cost him to redeem Ruth. He was interested in the land, but not interested in redeeming Ruth. We have spoken about this a lot in this series of how Jesus is our ultimate Redeemer, that he paid the price to restore us to God the Father, that the reason that he died on the cross was to pay the price to redeem us. The shedding of his blood, his death, was the price he paid to redeem us. Imagine if he backed out and said, eh, come to think of it, I think it'll cost me too much. None of us would be here right now, would we? None of us would have the hope of eternal life, would we? And in a glimpse of what it cost, we see here in Ruth chapter 4 that Boaz is willing to pay the price to redeem Ruth and Elimelech's land. And we see that Boaz is a glimpse of what is to come in Jesus as Jesus pays the ultimate price to redeem people like us, people who lived in rebellion to him, people who hated him, yet he still willingly paid the price so that we could be redeemed, that we could have a new start in him. Jesus did that because he is a willing redeemer. And in the book of Ruth that we've seen the last chapter read this morning, we see that Boaz too is a willing redeemer. Have again a look at your Bibles in verse 7. It tells us this. Now this was the custom in former times in Israel concerning redeeming and exchanging to confirm a transaction. The one drew off his sandal and gave it to the other, and this was the manner of attesting in Israel. So when the Redeemer said to Boaz, buy it for yourself, he drew off his sandal. Then Boaz said to the elders and all the people, you are witnesses this day that I have brought from the hand of Naomi and all that belonged to Elimelech and all that belonged to Chilion and Marlon. We see that Boaz is given the right to redeem Ruth. As the other redeemer has given his rights away, he's given his sandal away in that transaction. Yes, probably much easier to do a signature these days or even an electronic signature with some contracts that they do. In front of the elders, this contract was signed and sealed as he gave over his sandal. And also in redeeming the land, Ruth is redeemed also, has redeemed also those who have passed away. That redemption was to perpetuate the name of the dead in his inheritance, that the name of the dead may not be cut off from among his brothers and from the gates of his native place. You are witnesses this day. Then all the people who were there at the gate, and the elders said, we are witnesses. The contract is signed, so to speak, that it has been properly witnessed and then it is greeted with well wishes after everything has been finalised. It's sort of like signing a contract and getting married all in the one day, two very both exciting times in one. And then we see from verses 7 through to 12 an explanation of how this redemption act actually takes place, how it plays out, that they need a formula to follow to do it right, so to speak. But what is going on here is Boaz is following the right way to redeem someone according to the law of the time, that there were certain things to take place in order to redeem Ruth. And then if you fast forward a thousand years, we see that Jesus 
as the Redeemer, that he followed God's pattern of redemption through sacrifice. That you can read all through the Old Testament as you see animal sacrifices taking place, particularly on the Day of Atonement, where blood was shed for the forgiveness of sins. And this happened year after year. But Jesus, following that process, so to speak, shed his blood, making a permanent sacrifice, redeeming all of those who trust in him for the forgiveness of sins. See, if Jesus had never shed his blood, we were never going to be redeemed. That if he didn't do it properly, for lack of a better phrase, we could have no confidence in our redemption. But because Jesus shed his blood on the cross, he fulfilled the law. And in doing so, he made a way for us. He made a way for our redemption, our new start. And that in that redemption, he made a covenant with us as his people. So let's take a look at this covenant that Boaz makes with Ruth in this little act of redemption that points to that larger act of redemption that we see in Jesus that I was just talking about. Have a look at your Bibles again from verse 13. It says, So Boaz took Ruth, and she became his wife, and he went into her, and the Lord gave her conception, and she bore a son. Then the women said to Naomi, Blessed be the Lord who has not left you this day without a redeemer, and may his name be renowned in Israel. He shall be to you a restorer of life and a nourisher of your old age. For your daughter-in-law who loves you, who is more to you than seven sons, has given birth to him. Then Naomi took the child and laid him on her lap and became his nurse, just looking after him, not in the other context that some people may consider. And the women of the neighbourhood gave him a name, saying, A son has been born to Naomi. They named him Obed. He was the father of Jesse, the father of David. Now, Ruth and Boaz, they obviously get married and have this child. But in this we see that the Redeemer, in this case Boaz, enters into covenant with Ruth. Through this act of redemption, they both have entered into a covenant in making a promise with each other. And in the case, it cost Boaz a lot to enter into this covenant. And in return, we see Ruth expresses loyalty to him. We saw this theme of loyalty in that video that we saw on um, the chapter one day that we had a look at Ruth. And we've seen it throughout this journey as we've looked at the book of Ruth. But in response to the Redeemer's sacrifice, loyalty is shown. And this is similar to our Redeemer Jesus, that we've been given this picture through the Bible of Jesus being the bridegroom and the church being the people of God, being his bride. And that we have seen Jesus pay the price with his life to purchase us, to redeem us, to give us that new start. So what does loyalty look to those who have been given a new start in Jesus? How do redeemed people express loyalty to their Redeemer? Does it mean coming to church every week? Does it mean praying to him? Does it mean reading and listening to the Bible? Does it mean telling others how they can be redeemed? Well, I'd suggest it means far more than just that. There's some good things to do, but loyalty to God, loyalty to Jesus, looks more than just a few outward actions. But he wants it all. In response to our redemption in Jesus, 
we're given whole new lives, that he laid down his life, that he's laid down his own life for us, that we should, in an act of loyalty, follow him in every aspect of our lives. And we grow in that as his disciples, as we continue to follow him. That he entered into covenant with us, that we entered into covenant with him, but the difference is that he never breaks that covenant. Where well, we do that all the time, don't we? And we can't be okay with that. So what does loyalty look like to Jesus? What does it look like for you and I to live for Jesus in a way that expresses our total all-out loyalty? Well, I think it's obedience to his word, that we as followers need to be all about getting to know Jesus through his word as we read it, as we hear it read to us. And if we don't desire this, there's something fundamentally wrong with our loyalty. And now I'm not saying that we are to be absolutely perfect. None of us in this room are. But this is something that we grow in as we journey together in following Jesus. So in 2021, how does your loyalty change to Jesus? There's a sense of a new beginning, a new hope that's born with a new year, that this year things will come and things will change. Things will be different. Things might even be better. And in the book of Ruth, we see that this hope is birthed through Obed. A new start gives birth to hope. That at the start of the book, we see so much despair through the deaths of Elimelech and Marlon and Chilion. And we could only see hopelessness through the famine in Bethlehem. But God gave them a new start. And we see this in Obed. If you remember back to week one where we looked at the names of the people that we find in this redemption story, we saw that Elimelech meant my God is king, but he didn't really live like that, did he? And then we saw Naomi, whose name means pleasant, but she quickly wanted to be known as Mara, which means bitter. And then we saw the boys, Marlon, meaning sickness, and Chilion, meaning annihilation. And also Ruth, meaning grief. And there's some meaning that we can see in those names that we talked about earlier. But now as this redemption story, it turns. As this new start is born, we see that Obed is born and his name means servant. And from this family, this line, is the suffering servant is born. That being Jesus, the ultimate servant. And in the book of Ruth, we see that this new start for Ruth gives birth to this new start for humanity. That if you're here this morning, perhaps, looking for a new start, the good news is that no matter who you are, no matter what you have done, no matter where you've come from, you can have a new start in Jesus. And that is what we're all about here at City Heart, aren't we? That we love seeing people have a new start in Jesus. That as we finish our series this morning, it doesn't mean that that new start isn't available. In fact, every Sunday at City Heart is a great place for a new start, for you, for your friends, for the people you haven't even met yet. But I want to ask you something this morning. Who resonates more with you as we've gone through the book of Ruth? Is it Naomi, the rebel who really didn't listen to God for many years? 
who really didn't live as though God was her number one priority, as though she really wasn't all that loyal at all, then she finally comes back to God that she started truly living as one of his people. Or perhaps maybe you feel a bit more like Ruth, once an outsider, never really had anything to do with God. That's a bit more like my story. For the first 19 years of my life, I didn't have anything to do with God. But perhaps then you came under God's wings, that you found God, so to speak, that you realised that God is worth your all-out loyalty. See, it doesn't matter which one resonates with you, but most likely one of those characters would resonate with you as we've read through the book of Ruth. And we see both Naomi and Ruth have this new start, that this book is all about the Redeemer that we see in Boaz. And for us sitting here today, we have either had that new start in our ultimate Redeemer, Jesus, or perhaps you're still here just checking out who Jesus really is. Every Sunday we're seeing more and more people check out who Jesus is. And like we saw at the start, that many people tuned in to see that last episode of MASH, we're seeing more and more people tune in with us here at City Heart, whether that's listening online or joining us in person. That is, coming along to Sunday mornings, finding out who Jesus is, and then expressing their loyalty to Jesus as we obey Jesus and not giving up meeting together with our brothers and sisters in Christ. And as we finish up this series in the book of Ruth this morning, I want us to be able to look back on the book of Ruth and remember that it's all about the Redeemer, that we see Boaz as the Redeemer, but through him being a Redeemer, he points us forward to the ultimate Redeemer that we have in Jesus, that we see perhaps backsliders like Naomi or outsiders like Ruth being brought into God's family through the Redeemer. That as a group of people like you and I, we can know our Redeemer, Jesus, that we can know the hope that we have in Jesus, that we can know hope, that we don't have to despair, particularly as the world goes through a pandemic, that in an ever-changing world, we have a God who doesn't change. Our God who redeemed us, who purchased us through the sacrifice of Jesus, that Jesus' death on the cross gave us a new start, gave us hope to live in this broken world. So as we finish Ruth this morning, I hope you see that this little redemption narrative, this redemption story, and how it fits into the larger redemption narrative, the redemption story that God has with his people across time. That as a church, our role in the community is to share the good news to share the good news of Jesus. It's our role to tell others about how they can be redeemed through Jesus. So as we get to know each other more across this year, we'll be putting a vision together about where we could be heading as City Hearts. And at the core of that vision will be how we can be part of God's redemption story in our own lives and in the lives of others. So let us individually and as a church, make 2021 all about the new start that we can have as the redeemed people of God. Let's pray. Father, we thank you for our ultimate redeemer in Jesus. We thank you how the book of Ruth points us to him, 
that we see Obed in the lineage of Jesus, that we see Boaz in the lineage. But we also see the character, the character of Boaz and how he redeems Ruth and Naomi and Elimelech's land and how that points us forward to how Jesus redeems us. Father, we thank you for the redemption that we have in Jesus. We thank you that it's our resting place, that we can rest in the redemption that we have. Thank you that we don't have to work for our redemption. And we thank you that Jesus paid everything for our redemption. And we pray this now in Jesus' name. Amen.